This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2. Huddersfield Oi. 2. Thank you. Rupian Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. For Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Hello and welcome to the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. It's Saturday night live for the lads. A day earlier than usual. Uh, with it being a day earlier, it means we've not really had chance to reflect and calm down from the result that sees Town fall to second bottom of the championship table with just one point from four games. With me, Matt Shaw, are two lads who need time to calm down. There's Johnny Gillespie, after spending a couple of hours stuck on the M62 home this evening, and Phil Senior has been out getting absolutely slotted at his local cricket club. <laughs> good evening, <laughs> chaps. How are we? Ben. That's about thank How you. Are good. How are we good? Fantastic. So we've even thrown this one live. So we're going to do this live on YouTube. It's a very, very much a spur of the moment kind of thing. Um, it's just Saturday night. It's essentially because we've got no agenda. So we're hoping you'll create one for us, really. Um, because we are doing this a day early and it's because it's uh, my birthday on Monday. So I'm going away tomorrow. So got to get it in while we can, can't we? So, right. This episode, as always, is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Use our code of AHTTC10 to get 10% off all online orders um, from www.magicrockbrewing.com. 
com. so you can have 10% off from us. Okay, you can still sell. So I've still got a chest infection. My voice is really, really sketchy, so I'm going to let you guys talk uh, as much as possible, I think, today. Huddersfield Town, nil, Norwich, four. A fairly brisk start, you would say, from Town that saw Karoma hit the post. Um, Town threatened on the counter and then all of it undone, really, with yet more individual errors. Um, Lee Nichols, again, really. Uh, not the best back pass by Jonathan Hogg, but Phil Senior, you kind of expect Lee Nichols to deal with that a little bit better than he does, based on how good he's been for the last couple of years. With um, Obviously, I've spoken to you off, offline, etc., and we've talked about mistakes, etc., but I never really thought about Lily Nichols making mistakes at the start of this season. So, like as a goalkeeper, sometimes it's it, it is what it is. But that one today was was quite obvious, um, and it, and it's a difficult one really because when the ball's been played back to you and, and and you've got to deal with it and you're trying to you trying to clear your lines, you want to you want to get distance on the ball, um, and I think obviously that's what he felt like he could do. Sometimes, and I've been there before. Sometimes you just got to try and get it out of play. <laughs> Because they close the space down so much, so you're either going to take them on or, or go along. But I think he tried clearing the ball and and, it, and made a bit of a mess of it, really. So it was um, unfortunate, really. And, 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 I, and I think that kind of set the tone for, for the rest of the day, to be honest. Yeah, Norwich fans are absolutely howling at the moon as well that Lee Nichols should have been sent off. An absolutely mental take, I thought, considering that he went for the ball, barely touched Josh Sargent, and it was... Josh Sargent's really sort of twist and fall that caused himself injury. But honestly, Johnny, no, I think if, if you think yeah, that's a red card. No, I didn't really look at I didn't really look at that situation. I think they're, they're always going to do it. And I, and I could tell by the way that the, the players were trying to surround the, the, the referee, etc. Um it's 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 a ball to be won. And and both players went for the ball and, and goalkeepers can use their hands. So you so you can do that. You know, you're gonna make contact at some point in someone's body and and it is what it is, do you know what I mean? But but end of the day, it, it was it was a massive positive for them and, and, and a massive negative for us because it, it the, the swing of the game it it made a difference because it, obviously you might go into it in more detail, obviously. But I don't think there were too much about between both teams, and and I don't think there were you know the first two goals were were, were pretty pretty poor, um, but looking at the rest of the game, it was it was a pretty even game, um, but we, we might disagree tonight. Might disagree. Well, maybe. Yeah, Johnny, what did you think? Um, yeah, well, I've not I've not watched it back partly because I've been on the M62 and partly because I don't really want to watch Town get beat four 0 again. Certainly not in, the, in twice in the same day. I'll probably watch it again um, tomorrow. But I guess, like I say, we're, we're doing this podcast a bit rawer than we would do normally. But um, red card, I've not I've, I've didn't I've not even seen that personally. I, I've I've not seen it said on Twitter, so I've not really seen it in that way. I, from watching it live, it wasn't anything that crossed my mind. It, it, it being a foul, like I say, I think they're both scrapping to get to the ball. The ball's obviously going in the net anyway, so it's advantage Sergeant in that situation. Nichols, he's got to probably get a little bit of heat given the situation we had down in Plymouth, which with the winds, him and Hellick, the goal at, um, at Leicester, um, and then obviously today. I mean, he's got enough credit in the bank, but equally we do need to start looking to cut out areas like that, especially when we've got teams like Norwich coming to us, who are who are a good team, who are a well-drilled team. Um, they were top of the table for a bit today, the second half, because Leicester got a goal back. And if we, we, we know we're going to be up against it, against a lot of teams this season, 
like like it or lump it, that is the situation we, we're currently in. It's only a few days of window left, and we you can't you can't give away two cheap goals like that in the first half. We had a bit of a debate, didn't we? I, I was kind of more in Phil's camp. I didn't think we played that badly in that first half. You, if you eliminate the two goals, which weren't being outplayed, they were individual errors, um, which we do to cut out, but they were individual errors. It weren't lack of coaching. There wasn't a lack of effort, which Neil Warnock talks around in his, in his post-match. I thought it was a relative game. I mean, they were 2-0, they were didn't, didn't have a shot. We had created some good chances in that first half. Um, we looked all right. We put some good balls into the box. Sauber as well, especially put some great balls into the box. We looked a little bit um, lost in midfield, which we have done for seasons, to be honest. We, they could pass it around us quite easily. But defence have relatively showed up. Um, and uh, yeah, we're 2 0 down, but I don't think I don't think it was that horrendous. Um, but there comes the situation that we can't keep points and mistakes and say oh, it's okay because we do need points. But the second half of the game I think was 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 quite different. But certainly going in that first half, I thought there was enough fight in that team, there's enough desire in that team. The clear had a bit between its teeth to actually try and go and get something. Then we go and concede we, the time we did in the third goal and, and the game's gone. But I was more in Phil's camp, certainly the first half. I thought they showed enough and there wasn't there wasn't a lot in it. It was it was an it was an even game. I mean Tam could have got back into it at the end work on the way Angus Gunn makes a pretty good save from save. Uh, Josh Ruffles. But the second goal again, it's Really clumsy, isn't it? The penalty. I've looked at it again. I think it's a penalty. I can't really tell, to be honest, with the angles that it shows. It just all seems to, everything just seems to fly up in the air, which. Do you know what, though? Do you know what? I think like, it's a penalty. Like, yeah, I agree. But in the middle of the park earlier on, there was like a contact between two people. So the ball popped up and one person uh, got the ball first. Next person like made contact and it would play on. And, and when you're in the box, I get, I get it. And, and and it was silly for Matty, and, you know. It was it, Matty wanted to clear his lines, and the lad got there first, just about. Matty's not trying to tackle someone. Matty's trying to clear his lines, and what what frustrates me is that when you're trying to play a ball, and you think that ball's there, you're not trying to. He's not, he, he ain't trying to tackle someone there. Matty clearly is trying to clear his lines and get rid of the ball, and someone's just nicked in just about, you know, at the right time. And I just think sometimes. There's, there's got to be a little, a little bit of common sense that if that last touched the ball to try and get an advantage, he's kicked the ball out of play. Hmm. Whereas, it, where, you, whereas in midfield, if you try and play the ball and it goes to the side, you're going to lose the ball at some point. And 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 there's contact there, but they always like that that the difference inside the box really annoys me because it's still the same it, it, during the rest of the game. Do you know what I mean? And I just think it's. I mean, I might look back at it and look at Sky Sports and it might be like loads of contact, but it weren't. He's knocked it out of play. There must be minimal contact, but it's Matty's decision to try and go and lace the ball instead of just like thinking about it and trying to block it or whatever. And I just think it's a poor, it's a poor, it's a poor penalty really. And, and I think it's harsh on Matty, to be honest. I really do. Matty Pearson claims that Jonathan Rowe kicked him, doesn't he? Um in, in well, I've not seen that. it, but, but, yeah. but like, I, like I say, like, I'll go back to it again. He's trying to clear his lines. And and for me, things like that, someone trying to nick a ball just in front of someone who's trying to launch a ball 20 yards, he's not trying to tackle someone. He's trying to clear his lines. And I think I, it's cool. I, I, completely, I completely agree. I, I sit in well, old money, Lawrence Batley. So I was looking at it to the left. And like I say, it's quite, it's not the best view and I've not watched it back. Um, in classic Arsene Wenger style there. But I just thought it looked like a 50-50 ball. No one's in possession of the ball. The ball's in the air. The ball's there to be played. 
And I guess, do you know what I mean? It's what the rules are. If the Norwich player does yeah. get, get there first, then maybe it is a pen. But I also think you, I still think you've got to have possession of the ball. Do you know what I mean? It's not even, it's like you say, he's not yeah. infringing. He's not running through yeah. and it's a lazy leg, which we've, we've seen, not to cane him, but we've seen Mike Pearson do before. Then it's okay, yeah. okay do you know what I mean? Fair enough. But it, it, it's harsh. It's a bit like the the Sauber West Brom one. Do you remember from a couple of seasons ago away? Yeah, where the ball's no high there, and he, yeah, and he goes high and it's like, it's a bit... Yeah. I think sometimes does the attacking player think, well, if I just reach and go down like a sack of shit, then then you're going to get but the pain. Do it now, don't you? Yeah, you can do yeah, it now. Yeah, it's not really... You've, got, you've still got to get possession of the ball, but I do feel sorry for him. Again, but it's going back to the angle that puts the game. It then puts Huddersfield Town in a very difficult position. Yeah, two 0 down within fourteen minutes. I know we're going to judge it. We've lost four 0 That killed the game. It does. I know people get frustrated at constantly putting caveats in. Or I mean, oh, it's just oh, it's yeah. another week. It doesn't matter because this happened and that happened, so we won't count it. It's not that, but it, it, it you, 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 the game's gone in fourteen minutes. Really, you've got to come out. You've got to press, and that's when gaps happen, and that's when it, it's hard to judge a game. On its merit, when you've got two freak situations like that over what's going to be a 46 game season, jump with 32 games in, and we're still looking at really bad mistakes and individual errors, completely different situation. My opinion would be completely different. But I still think it's quite hard to judge a game so early on when there were positives in that first half, but you've just gone down through, do you know I mean, a freak right. goal and then, then an unfortunate penalty given away. It wasn't, he wasn't bested, he wasn't beaten by play, he wasn't beaten by speed. It's just one of them where it's just unlucky. It is unlucky. Mm, okay, thanks for your comments coming in Everybody. as well uh, online from uh, all of you. There's a, th- a nice picture of Neil Warnock that Aidan's got there um, that he's thrown in. Um, yeah, so after the break, um, there's another there's another thing with fight. We talk about fine lines. It feels like Mark fathering them all over, doesn't it? it? It's like on another day, constantly we're saying that at the minute, aren't we? It just it feels like Fotheringham syndrome, uh, and I hate it, <laughs> but. Sauber Thomas puts a really good ball in at the start of the first, uh, second half, sorry. And Jack Radoni's inches away from just making a contact, which would have probably put the ball in the net. And to be honest, I think Radoni probably should be making contact with it. He just, I don't know whether he sees it a bit late or it, and whatnot. I probably should give Radoni the credit there, uh, or benefit of the doubt even. You know, it's it's come through a crowd and he's probably just not quite seen it in time, but... He doesn't, and then they go up the other end immediately, and it's such a soft shit goal to give away, isn't it? Their third goal. It's so crap. Uh, they get down the right-hand side. We get done down the flanks again because we're too slow at the back. And then Rowe gets between Hogg and Edwards, and neither of them really make much of an effort to stop him in there. And it's such a frustrating goal to give away, especially after you probably should score at the other end or at least have something on target. And then for them to go down the other end, it's just like, ugh, it's... It's frustrating. It's just one of those one of those starts to the season, isn't it? It's just while you're going through it, it's frustrating. But I'm sure we'll come out the other the other side. But it's just things like that, isn't it? Where it's just not going for you. Everything went for us at the end of last season. And it was great, wasn't it? And then just at the start of this season, it's not quite going for us. You know, little things there whereby it just doesn't hit Radoni's stud, and then straight at the other end, it's in the back of the net, Johnny. Yeah. Um... And it, it's the timing of it as well. And like I think if we if we like say if Jack gets on the end of the ball and it goes two one, it's completely different. And not to keep going around if buts and maybe because it doesn't annoy me when people do that. And there we have lost four 0 and that is the only thing you can take from it. But it yeah, it's bad time, it doesn't help. Any kind of kind of stuff Warnock's got into him in that half time, which I believe he will have done. 
I still think there was a game on in that second half. Like I say, I stand by the fact I don't think we're all that poor in the first half. It just goes like that when that third goal goes in. And I think, I wouldn't say this head went, heads went down, but I think a little bit of 5%, 10% went out of the players at that point when, he, when it's three. Um, but it, it, like I said, it's hard because you, you don't really know at this stage how to judge it. Um, it's like you, you don't really know how good Norwich are. Um, they look they look good today, um, but it, it's hard to test it. Would We've got to be real about where we are as a club at the moment and the quality we've got in the squad and what our goals are for this season. And I think if you look at Norwich being a top six team, um, if, if this was a game in November, December, and we got beat, maybe not four, but obviously it's four with a bit of weird situation. Say if we went down two, you'd probably think, OK, fair enough, move on to the next one. Because it's not, because it's four games in, we've sat on one point and we've had three defeats. It, it, it looks very different, doesn't it? And it, it, it's quite easy to get down about it and kind of like just slam the club and slam the team. Um, but we, we don't know. We could be sat here and people could be saying to us, see, I told you it was crap today. I told you it wasn't good enough because we, we, we kind of sat bottom in November. It could be we get a few points. We play a few of the teams that without kind of getting slammed a bit more at our level right now. And we can actually get some points over them and we, we start to climb the table. So it's so hard. It's so hard to judge it. Um, you can understand why people get upset um, because they're all they're looking at as the games we've played this season and ultimately one point from four isn't going to be the form that keeps us in this division um, but I do believe that there is still enough um, in that squad in that team and I think there was enough fight in that team today um, that we will get we will get stuff against lesser opponents Go on Phil I just think our midfield's too weak. I think it highlighted it today. I think we struggled massively in terms of controlling the ball. Um, we've got a couple of sh- um, wingers there who were, who were electric, who were exciting. Um, Danny Ward, like, he, he, how many times did he control the ball t- to his feet? How many times did the ball get played to him to his feet today? <laughs> It were it were crazy, you know. It, it, obviously, they were a decent team today. They they, com- they controlled the ball well. They kept possession, um, but we could not control the ball. We we lost the we lost possession so many times when the ball came into midfield. And 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 when I remember us having a good team and and, and being comfortable watching us field, we had someone who wanted to control the ball in midfield. We had midfielders who wanted to come and show for the ball and keep hold of the ball. Whether Warnock wants to play in a different way and he wants the ball to go along and we pick pieces up, I don't know. But we have no control of the ball in midfield, and that's my biggest worry. Um, yeah, defense, defense, pace, etc. It's irrelevant, absolutely irrelevant. Matty P, um, Helic, etc. Um, I thought, um, is it what's the lad called right back? Is it Edwards? Tom Edwards, yeah. Edwards, I thought he was athletic. I thought he looked okay. They're quite aggressive. I liked his little duel with Rowe. Um, I think we're. I don't think we're too bad in terms of defensive strategy. But I think. Do you not think we're too slow at the back? I think we're too slow at the back. I don't. I don't think as a unit, because this year it feels like he's he's asking them to stand ten yards higher, and we just seem to get spun. We just seem to get spun at will. Um, We get, but you get spun because there's too much time on the ball up the field. And that, that's a problem. And 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 for me, I think um, in in the in the centre of the pitch, I think we're we're pretty weak. Um, and I think it's highlighting that now. Um, 
we've got Redoni, Hogg, etc., Diara. But you've got to have some quality in there. We've got to keep the ball. We've got to have, we've got to have that retention of the ball. And, and unfortunately, you know, you, you, I looked at it and Helix getting the ball at centre half. Who's he got to pass to? He goes out to Ruffles or he comes back to Matty. Matty goes back to, to Edwards. There's a channel ball. So if, if that's where we play, fair dues. Do you know what I mean? So, so uh, Wardy's going to have to run channels, etc. And, and we're going to have to feed off that. But you're going to have to feed off that. And Diara were nowhere near any of the play today. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the strategy is and how they want to play. But I, I just feel like that central area is really weak. And I know um, Lad from Rotherham's come in, who, who apparently you know he's a decent player. But um, we, we need that quality. We're, we're, we're crying out for that quality in middle of the park. And, and it's all right being you know having lads who can run around and work hard, etc. But we need some quality in there. And, and, and well, I think well, that should. Which had that quality, didn't they? In the middle of the pitch, we lacked it last. We lacked it last season as well. I mean, we've seen so many yeah. teams come to us for and be able to just pass it around. Nothing, nothing special. Do you know what I mean like just two, three passes in no. the middle? Not even, but, not even necessarily dancing play, but just knocking it around a bit, having a little look, and then going. We've not, we've not done that since the guy who then no. um, near the dugout, and it's just um, when we had like some more, and, um, and Hog was a bit younger and could just pass the ball. Someone could do that. I know it's like it's not an easy fix, is it? Because these players cost money. But somebody in the comments, Eddie Martin, put Kenny McLean was unbelievable today, and I, I completely agree with that. And he's the type of player who's just confident on the ball. Everything I think likes Rodoni. I like Rodoni. I like Diara, but they feel rushed on the ball. Maybe because they're playing out of position. Maybe not being able to play to their strengths. But everything just seems panicked. They get the ball at the feet, and it's like you've, you've got to run with it because there's no options, and I've not got time to look up and find a pass, or I look up and there's no one there to pass to, so I've just got to run it, or got to try and sprint, or I've just got to pass it backwards. There's not that controlled, smooth possession where we just have a bit of time to have a look and try and actually engineer something. You can see like Barnes and Sergeant from Norwich were coming deep to create space in, and then when um, Sergeant went off, I said, I da, the other striker came almost doing the yeah. same. See how we don't seem to look like we've got any patterns. That, like, no, not, like, that's not do we, do we, I still think the quality we, to do it. No, do we feel like do we feel like we're, we're playing a different way to last year? Yeah, definitely. In what definitely. way? Well, the system for a start is different. We're playing 10, 15 yards higher up the pitch. We're a lot more engaging than last year. So we the man-to-man system is something I'm struggling a little bit with because you're seeing the likes of Helic and Pearson come flying out of defence because. We're only playing yeah, one yeah, defensive only, midfielder. Yeah, but that was only today, that was only today though. Like, no, we've been doing I, it all season. Like, we've been doing it all season. And because what, the bands dropped, bands bands weren't dropping in to to receive the ball. Bands were dropping in and dropping in and dropping in. He went really deep. He was like going like mm-hmm. um, like I hate the hate this term, but like he would he was like going CDM kind of deepness really in deep. terms of dropping yeah. in and getting the ball. And Matty were Matty was seeing it and and he would he would he was deciding at certain points do I go do I not. Uh, sometimes I agreed with it, sometimes I didn't, uh, because I don't think Barnes were going to make a massive impact in terms of getting all of the ball and turning. But that was obviously yeah. a strategy from from the team, wasn't it? But I've never seen that before. No, but where we do, we, we've been doing it all season. But where I'm going with that is that we're playing like one defensive midfielder in Hog, and then Radoni and um, Dia are almost side by side higher up the pitch, and it's leaving Hog with his ass in the air really because he's not quick. And, he's, and there's so much space in front of our back four and the ball will get played to a man who will just peel off Hog and then another midfielder will be up alongside them and then therefore Pearson and Helic, one of them has to either come out or stay back and it just absolutely ruins but the back line. In terms the, of if you're going to play a kind of formation, you've got Hog in that role and who's going to sit. 
you've got to have these two lads there who are keeping possession of the ball up the pitch and not putting pressure on Hog having to defend over and over and over and over again. And obviously it's not working. No, yeah, that not, goes back to your point around me. pace and defence and getting turned. It's yeah, it's, it isn't the quickest defence. Um but I don't think that's necessarily a problem if if they had more structure in front of them. But because like you say, the possession's getting lost because Rodoni and Diara don't keep the ball um and don't often find the right pass, then we get we get turned and the count is a hog who's got to either press or cover two bed, which is he's not going to really do. And he, he's hogs at his best when he's right up against an opponent or close to an opponent or can read it read a pass, but because there's too many passes, he can't do that. And then you get a bit of a one-on-one situation, don't you, where that defense is going to struggle in those in those situations. And that just in lies the problem being that midfield, which then makes other areas of the team which could be stronger, even weaker. But if you have I, that I, recovery I, pace I, at the I, back, I, it bails you out, doesn't it? But we don't Yeah, we don't have yeah, that. it would do yeah. but yeah, we just but that, don't. But that's the same anyway. anyway. I I felt really sorry for Danny Ward today. I felt like um, he had he had half a chance at one point where they, they had a touch in the box and he could have had a touch and pulled trigger. But but during the game, yeah, he, he had he had zero service into his feet. We had nothing, and and it was like he was almost not even there today. Um, I felt really sorry for him because he, that that transition from from back to front or middle to front, it was absolutely. Like there was, there was nothing there. That's a massive concern. That there was like he, he did quite well at the start, didn't he? When Karoma hit the post, he took a he took the ball first touch, didn't he, out wide and cut it back for Karoma who hit the post. But after that, there was no. Was and the, the other guy, the other guy was right up Ward as well. I thought the referee was crap today. I thought he he, he let a lot oh, go cool. for Norwich. Um, that number twenty four absolutely wiped the hour out uh, when yeah. he was going through towards goal. No yellow card. One minute later, Karoma did the exact same thing and got booked, and then another town player yeah. got booked. It was just so frustrating when you see things like yeah. that. And and Danny Ward, the, the centre-back was through Danny Ward every single time. And to be honest, I think Danny Ward's not been good this so. season. He's not been good, yeah. but he's not getting the help either, is he? He's not getting quality into his feet. He's not getting quality into the channels. Um, Sauber Thomas has put some great balls into the box this season, but Danny Ward's got two centre-backs, you know what I mean? And and you can see why Neil Warnock keeps saying he wants a target man, can't you? Because he wants someone who's big, six foot plus, who's just going to use brute force to hold the ball and bring others in. And that's not Danny Ward. Yeah, but, and that's, but, sorry, but like, but like, you've just kind of hit the, the nail on the head. Like we're talking about Sober Thomas putting the ball into the box for one person against two centre halves. Mm. Like all the best, good luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know I, mean? I think I think the way I'm, the fans I'm, have been I'm, with Danny Ward is way too like, harsh. <laughs> Yeah, you can be you can be bloody Messi or Ronaldo, all the best in putting the ball in the box against two centre halves when you're playing one up front and there's and and the thing is there's zero midfield runners engaging the box to to draw another defender out. That's that's Danny's issue. He's literally playing up front by himself and he, and he's just like scrapping for for bits. You know, if if that's the way you're going to play, like Kyle Udlin, play him, play play Udlin. Play big man. Just let, let's lump a couple of balls in box because he's got more chances than he would of, of scoring goals if you're going to put balls in from wide. Just because of his height, that's it. Danny Ward's going to have to scrap for it, but big man's going to just be able to put his head in it and nick a few balls. You know what I mean? But I have yeah. no idea what, we're, what, what what I have no idea how we're, we're trying to play and, and, and what the way you know. Are we are we are we counter attack? Are we are we possession? 
are we direct? What, what is it? What's we're counter-attack, do? aren't we? We can't, we counter-attack, so we, we can't retain well, the attack. ball. Well, but we don't well, sit and soak up either. It's, it's strange, isn't it? We engage well, and break. I mean, it's, yeah. so how, many, how many times did we counter-attack today? Twice? That's it. We struggle, don't we? Because the, it's because the pass isn't accurate enough, is it, to break out? That's that's the problem. It's the quality into the final third. It not, yeah, it's not good. It's midfield. not good. I've been I've been on about needing a decent midfielder all season, and hopefully we've got one. Um, well, but I'll tell we'll, you what, we'll talk about that a bit Elick, later. Elick driving out of defence and and trying to play like diagonal balls instead of trying to in, instead of sliding your wide players in. Like, we're, just play football properly. Like centre halves need to know the bloody place. Head the ball, tackle, and just give it five yards. That's it. Turn into the rocket. You want to know your role and it shut is, your mouth. Pat, what are you doing? There was one where he had in the second half. We had Pat Jones screaming for it. Just needed pass left, loads of space, and he tries to bend it around the corner for I don't know. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, oh, like, just with pace. Pat I mean, Jones probably wouldn't come to anything, but he was fuming, absolutely fuming. Thinking, yeah, simple pass, simple football, but. I like Pat Jones. I think there's a real player there. I do. I do think there's a real player in Pat Jones. He's. Um, I like him. Nice direct. Good. Good. Yeah, that's it. And Town's fourth goal, Johnny. God damn it! That the goals we conceded are just so bad. I mean, Jonathan Hogg just butchers a, a control, doesn't he, in midfield, and they take it off him, and he gets burnt for pace. You, you don't expect him to keep up with Lachetta. Yeah. And then no. Pearson gets pulled across. I don't know if he's expecting Helic to move across with him, and it just leaves this huge. Gap, doesn't it? And Adam, it's Adam Ider, isn't it? The fourth one, just nice finish for him in fair play. But it's just another one where you just think, for fuck's sake, it's just defend. You know, you're, we're all over the shop again. It's just as a fan, you can just see everything moving apart, and you just like slow motion going, no, and you can just see it happening and four nil. Yeah. And it's, it's just it's like, it, yeah, it's 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 a catalogue of errors. That one it is kind of undefendable in the sense where. You've got again an error. You, you, you've got people not quite sure what to do, where to go. You've got a bit of tired legs, tiredness, and then just a bit of quality. So I mean, it just shows them a bit of quick play. It confuses yeah, people, and like you, you think, oh, you go, you're not going. The ball moves, and it, then the chance to space comes, and then obviously it's, it's a nice finish at that point. But I just think just just not focus too much on their fourth goal, but to kind of like turn it around. I think that's just what we 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 don't do. And I know we've not got the necessarily the quality of, of what Norwich have got, but I think the way we play and the way we break and say going back to how we want to play, we're so slow and so laborious that we don't we don't tend to do things quickly. I know um it was is it is it um Glennon or Hart because they always what we always want they always want us to play with like adrenaline and do things quickly. I think we seem to be so slow and situations like that you you can you can create things by just quick passes, quick movement, looking to, to create space and we don't just say, I can't remember the last time we scored a goal like that, really. Everything we do seems to be a set piece, or it's really laboured, or it's kind of just a turn and shot from nothing. But yeah, it, it is it is poor from a defensive point of view. I think you might, because it's a fourth goal, you might just get kind of washed over a little bit. But I, the, the the third and the fourth goal were poor. The first and second goal, I think, were, were forgivable. Um, but it, it does show potential weaknesses, potential, like I say, lack of, lack of pace. Bit of confusion, bit of poor quality, and again in midfield, it's just, it's the same things getting repeated over and over and over. It's the same mistakes, it's the same problems, um, and yeah, it, it just hopefully we can get it straightened out, stop stop making our own mistakes, and get a bit sharper and get slightly lesser team come away with something hopefully. 
Can you guys can you guys see all these um, like uh, comments from other people on here? That's me on putting bottom. them in the screen at the bottom, Phil. Someone call Phil I, a whopper what? and I'll put it on the screen for him. There's some, there's some <laughs> class ones here. Absolutely brilliant. What do you want to talk about? You can talk about some of these if you want. So we're letting uh, people are commenting on the feed. So thank you very much for staying up late. And, and oh, no, no, that. they're brilliant. Um, so, someone commented on um, Danny Ward and said, like saying he's useless. He never got a ball passed to him all game. There you go. Aiden Tate. There Aiden you go, so. Tate, why, did, why not do subs at half time? I mean, we weren't really out of the game at halftime, were we? It was one of those where no. if Radoni scores, sat- it's different. I, but I, I, I don't yeah, know. He answered that, didn't he? He answered that in his, um, in his press conference. Oggy asked him. I also think Oggy's a bit scared to ask Warnock some, some hard questions. I'm sure he's not. Um, but he, he kind of said he'd think about doing his subs earlier. And Warnock kind of said, absolutely not. I thought. I thought everyone's given everything they've got to give and we're doing all right. So, I mean, I am. Um, subs at half can't get me around that. Subs at half time for, for what? For the lads played well. The lads worked hard. It, it was two crap goals. So who are you going to sub keeper for kicking ball at someone else? Or you know what I mean? It's I don't I don't get that. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can throw I, another I, ball. I walked, I I walked in half time and, and and my mate got me a beer. You know, text message obviously. A few beers. Drop beer. And we stood there, beers in hands. And I says, Do you know what? I says both teams are even. Because it were, there was no difference in it. In, in, in either of the teams, there was no no major quality. There was no dominance. Both teams were even, apart from two poor goals. That was it. I thought they kept the ball a lot better than us. To be fair, they they moved us around but, quite yeah, well. Yeah, but the, that's 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 the way they want. Like we've mentioned it before. That's the way they want to play. Wagner's Wagner's way of playing. We, we've seen it. They want to keep the ball. Centre half puts his foot on ball and stands there for a while. That's the way they want to play. We don't play like that anymore. Um, yeah. And I just think it, it was pretty even. I don't think they 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 weren't dangerous. I wasn't worried watching, obviously, the first half, and apart from the two goals. I think it was just pretty... I think it was pretty even. And I think it, it just showed that, again, there's, there's no massive differences in this league, really. I know it was 4-0, but two mistakes makes a massive difference at the start of the game. And then the rest of it is history because you're trying to, trying to push... Um, push for a few goals in the game. You were talking there about in terms of hog losing ball, but you make mistakes there where you won't normally make mistakes. But I don't think it's cause for concern. Do you know what I mean? I think that there are some positives there in our team. You know, it's you know it's there to see. And I think, like I said, these this new signing Wiles and and, and maybe lad up front, he looked you know looked quite lively. Um, could be you know it could be a change of season really. But we haven't had an easy start really, have we? No, I think you have to, I think in perspective it's not not been an easy start at all. It doesn't really get much easier next week as well when we go away to West Brom, who beat Middlesbrough four two. So, you know, what a what a lovely ah. a lovely thing the fixed computer did for us this year. Leo says why wasn't Huddling even on the bench today? I, I Ali, to be honest. Um, I'd have had him on. Injured. He's a difference maker, but yeah. They didn't comment, did they? When they when they put the team on, they mentioned the car the car remember who, but the few people I think it was Osterfield got put injured. on. Osterfield wasn't. Yeah, instead, they didn't. They didn't mention Hudlin, and I, I, my I personally said, would have him. Yeah, my missus came to the game for the first time for years, and uh, my little lad said, um, "Wait till you see this guy called Hudlin. He's massive." And we sat there during the game, and she goes, um, "Is that him?" And it was Hellick, <laughs> <laughs> and he told her, "He told her he's a striker." I went, "Well, he's a defender, so that can't be in Canny Rage." 
And she went, oh, right, OK. I says, you'll know when it, I says, you'll know when it comes past because he's absolutely huge and he never came past. And, uh, and I couldn't believe that. So he must be injured, surely. No, he was there. He was training. He was stretching before the game and stuff. He was moving around. I think it, I think it just seemed like Osterfield was preferred on the bench over him. But um, I think a lot of people in that club rate this Hudling quite highly, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I like him. I like what I've seen. Um, what else have we got? Um, let's see what else we've got from people. So Aidan Tate says, I've uh, got a question for you. Do you think Warnock will last a full year at Huddersfield? Um <sighs> don't know i think it'll be up to him yeah i don't know it's, i think it will i think it will i think it will. yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure i, I hope he does um because if he if he stays the full year then we've done all right i think <laughs> so yeah i hope he does um johnny's staying quiet but um, i know he's staying quiet isn't he? i think john looks it. like he's in hairdressers I was just about to say that. The shirt he's wearing looks like <laughs> yeah. one of those things you wrap around, don't you, when you're actually your yeah. 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 That's why I was late. No, I think I think he will do. Um, a, bit, a bit like you say, Matt. If he stays, <laughs> Jeremy's not. If he stays, <laughs> yeah, it's just one second. If he stays, then he obviously we've done all right, haven't we? But I think, I don't think we're going to position in this season where you're going to want to make a wholesale change, to be honest. I think if we, if we bring in this random striker, we might take a chance on to quote Warner. Then I, it's it's going to be a tough season. I think Warnock's probably the. I know people think I'm oh, in a Warnock problem because we've got Warnock and think will be all right. But I, I do think I, I do think I do think there's better. I don't think there's much better out there that, that we could, we could attract right now no, for the club who's going to do could do much better than Warnock. So it's not if you want him to watch like sexy football for the next only twenty one games, whatever it is, then it's not going to happen. But for someone who's going to just get the club. And survive it, get it to survive next season by doing what we need to do. I think you, you'd probably stick it out. Um, I think you'll have a lot more time than anyone else. A few people have said, I mean, like if, if it wasn't Warnock, there'd have been a few boos today and people get a bit more antsy. So I think he, he has he has he has the gift of time as well, being Warnock and being what he did last year. But I I think it'll stay. Whether whether it turns a bit bitter and it gets a bit not nasty, but it sours a little bit, possibly. I could see that potentially, but I, I think I think you'd stay at the end of the season. I, I, I but think the, we'll, the, the thing so. is, the thing, is, the thing so. is with that though, if it does turn sour, etc., that just shows you that it's not about the management; it's about the attitude towards the club and what's going on. Because mm. like, he's not done anything different to what he did last year, and he kept us safe. And that kind of highlights the point in terms of a football club. There's so many factors that affect. People playing well or not playing well. It could be players, it could be management, it could be the caterers at the club, it could be cleaning people, it could be the manager, it could be all sorts. And and Warnock was class last year. So why are we doing different to what it was last year than what we are this year? And it's not about the manager. Because it's not because he ain't doing he ain't doing all different. And 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 if you look at Warnock's record, his record's unbelievable. So you've got to look at the players, don't you? And, and the players that we've got, when we look at the standard of where we are, just aren't quite there at the moment. And he's working wonders with them. But it is what it is, isn't it? And you've got to back them up. Because at the end of the day, it, either the, the chairman spends loads of money on, on new players or, or we, we do what we've got again for another year. And, we, and, and he works miracles because that's what happens. You only have to look at us a lot. Our young kids, when we were in Division Bloody uh, League 2, and they were all young kids there. We weren't miracles, and it weren't about it weren't about us being the best players in the league. We just got quite lucky, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. And it, we're lucky that we did because we got back to League One, and, and, and it was what it was. But 
it doesn't always happen that way, does it? Well, so we got so thanks for people for putting your questions in. Um, JG28 says we're really missing players like Joseph Hungbo from last season. Yeah, I like Joseph Hungbo. Um, yeah, I liked Hungbo. Yeah, a bit of a shame uh, we couldn't we couldn't have got him back really. Where uh, turning where he's at? Who would go or Sober? Both. <laughs> I think you no, need two. No, I think you need no. two good options. Who would you ever have, no. Bungo or Sober? Um, I don't know really because you need you need players who can go wide and put a ball in, and you also need players who can cut in field and score. And the different aren't they? Um, well, Hudlin. I don't Bungo. know. Bungo for me, thank you. Maybe, yeah, I don't I, know. I, 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 it's not a slate Sober. I like Sober. I think. I think from what I've seen over two seasons, well, not two seasons, the last season was sober and what we've had this season and then what we saw of Hungbo doing half half the last season, I, I, prob- I probably would sit just in the Hungbo camp, but that's not, I'm not saying I dislike Tob. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns, but a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cosy, what's your favorite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think it's useful asset as well, but... Yeah. Yeah. He'd get at players. He'd be a he'd be a, he'd be a threat. Sober at the mm. moment for me. I mean, I've seen him a couple of games live. Obviously, this year, he's not the kind of threat we we need. It's and, a pace I think Fumbo had as well. I think adds adds to his game that bit more. Pace? That pace that he scary. had. Yeah. Karoma Fumbo either side scary. Cutting him. Uh, right. Okay. Um, because we're doing this on a Saturday, we don't have a Norwich fan for an outsider's view this week. Um, but let's take it for granted that they're absolutely delighted. Um, talking rubbish about Nichols that should have been sent off and uh, being incredibly unkind about our fans uh, in our stadium. But case there um, I thought oh, Norwich all right. Yeah, I thought Norwich looked all right to do it. I, I, I kind of hope they go up because it means David Wagner still got it. And I've been fighting David Wagner's corner for the last couple of years, so... Um, all the best at Norwich. Um, Kevin Nagel's tweeted again. Um, it's an interesting one. I, I'm not sure. Since we started? No, 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 not <laughs> since we started. But he's, he's put, that was a total drubbing by Norwich City. Unacceptable. Town supporters deserve better. I believe the squad is better than this. Um, it's probably quite an innocent tweet, I would imagine, where 
but I don't know if he means that Neil Warnock should be getting more out of the squad or whether the players are underperforming. I'm not quite sure how to read that, but I mean, it's gone down with a lot of comment. There's a lot of comments and quite a lot of stick um, in the replies. Some of it a little bit unkind. I think people should always be kind on or, or speak to people online as they would in in, in person because I'm pretty sure that some people wouldn't say the same sort of things there that they would on Twitter. So um, don't be a twat is basically what I'm saying. If if people, you know, be nice online, it uh, makes a difference. But um, yeah, I'm not sure where, where he's going. I mean, I don't really think the squad is much better than this, to be honest, Johnny. I think this is this is the squad, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Um, I mean, we've had, we've, I'm not going to repeat myself, because we've highlighted quite a few gaps and um, positions of weakness. Which, I mean, position where we've not got a lot of depth already. Um, I, I think it is. I think it is weak. I think if you going back to Warnock last in the year, I think if 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 you'd nagle and you kind of oh if you Warnock, you're thinking right, okay, you want me to do the year. What am I going to have? Who, who who can I bring in? Not necessarily names, but a bit of an idea on budget, a bit of an idea of of, of quality where 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 he wants to add. I can I cannot imagine for a second Nagel said right, we'll bring in a, a reasonable second choice keeper. Um, we'll get a winger that no one's heard of a few days for the window closes. Uh, potentially an all right midfielder, but we're still going to be shopping around for a striker. Anyone who wants to come to the club on the twentieth of August, I can't I can't imagine Warnock saying yeah that. That'll do me. I'll, I'll take that for the twelve months, um, because it's because it's not. It's not really. It, it, it's this this squad. It's always. I think it's it. It can be good enough to stay up if everyone's getting one hundred percent like like it was last year. But if you start to have players who have a little bit of a drop off, or for whatever reason are one hundred percent on it, or take a few knocks, it's weak. And going back to the guy who said about changing things at half time, you're looking at that bench and you're thinking. All right, you've got maybe one or two younger lads like like Pat Jones, a bit of excitement. But I wouldn't say Pat Jones is significantly better than Thomas and Coroma right now, um, with the amount of minutes he's played for town. Um, so you've you've not got really anybody you can really you, you can really change it to. So I think this this squad on paper and what it's what it's likely to deliver is gonna be in a battle. And if it overperforms, it might finish, do you know I mean, eighteenth, nineteenth. So I'm not quite sure on that one. I guess it's it's like most of Nagel's tweets. They're quite hard to understand exactly what he's meaning by it. Whether he's trying to just be a bit like supportive or he's trying to like just kind of endear himself to the fans like he's not too happy clapping and do you know I mean he recognises things that aren't great or if he's actually having a pop at Warnock, which is probably a bit dangerous to do. Yeah, not really too sure. He's probably not, that, isn't he? I'll probably dare say he's not. It's just you don't know how to read no. it. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you lose new Twitter's not great for nuance, is it? That's the, that's the no, yeah. You don't yeah, exactly. Don't like probably why it shouldn't be on. I don't understand why you want to try and get involved when you when you when you are so involved. Because it just opens you up to so much crap, doesn't it? No. You know what I mean? Like everyone wants to all of a sudden everyone wants to tweet this Kevin Nagel. Oh Kevin Nagel, I've got this look at my town shirt, give it give us a high five or whatever. It's chairman of the club. And I just think sometimes, if like if you get too involved with with, with the fans, yeah, you, you open yourself up to all sorts of stuff. And I'm not a massive fan of it, really. But you know, it's up to him, really. Isn't it? I mean, it's a it's nice, isn't it? That, that you he wants to be close to the Huddersfield community, but like you say, it can open you up to. Um, yeah, but at some point you're going to get absolutely peppered by someone who just wants to have a dig at you. And, and I mean, like yeah, I, say, I mean, he's had he's had that you, a few you, times, you, hasn't you, he? 
Exactly. And then you and then you fight back in terms of what you believe and, and then all of a sudden you look bloody daft. I just think it's silly. Just trying to look at how many uh so he's had uh yeah, hundred and thirty three replies in that. Um <laughs> in that. So there's quite a lot of replies and not a lot of them are particularly positive. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but we but we have lost four 0 so sometimes it, I don't know whether it's better to keep your head down in this. So yeah, but that's, um, but that's what I'm saying. Though. Like like so so when do, so when do you tweet when something's good? Yeah, and then you get like, slacked, it's, it's and like, you get slagged like, off a hiding, don't you? When you when things aren't good, exactly. I've seen that. Yeah, it's like singing but, songs in Kalsha, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We only sing when winning. You know, it's one of those, isn't it? It's you. Um, yeah, I know what you, mean. you only tweet when you're winning. Um, I had you some only stuff. Tweet like, when you're winning. Yeah, I had some I had some stuff prepared on like XG and stuff, but I don't really feel the need to go into it in too much depth because we've covered a lot of it. But there was some stuff online during the week saying Huddersfield were fourth for XG in the league. We weren't. Um, I looked at the XG stats and, and we were nowhere near. FootballXG.com has us 14th um, for XG, not fourth, uh, and now 15th. Um, FB Ref, which is quite decent, has us not much higher as well. Uh, XGA, ex- expected goals against, we're fourth bottom. Um, which indicates that we we are shipping quite a lot of chances at the minute, but we have had a tough little run. So you know, I don't think we can take you know the four games and kind of, kind yeah. of really add too much meaning to it yet. So I don't really want to go into too much detail. I just it's wanted a, just to correct one, it, that. Um, it's a tough one for the. I think it's a tough one for the players and for the fans as well. I think yeah. the fans obviously want want us to. You know, we've got this new Warnock here, and we want us to see us start a little bit better. But it's been a tough start. It's been a real, and it's a long season. Um, but like I, I've only seen like a couple of games, but apparently we've we've been playing well, um, and and that's the main thing, you know, as a squad, like how how we're working between the squad, defense, midfield, etc., to, to attack, and I just think you know it's it's we we want to see we want to see results, don't we? Early, we want to see these points on the board early, so we have a little bit of breathing space. But like you said before, Matt, I think um, Warnock's um, a bit of a, an insane and. And, and he's going to make a difference, hopefully. I hope so. Yeah, it's just one so. of them, like, in the day, it, it, it is just a start. And so the yeah. table doesn't really matter until the clock, clocks go back, does it? But it's, it, it, I think yeah. you, can't, you can't have a go at the town fan for getting upset with, with what we've done so far. Okay. You, equally, you, you equally can't have a go at the town fan who, who's thinking, do you know what, it's, 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 a, it's a tough start. We've played a few, do we play four games? And okay, we've got a point, but... Um, it, it doesn't really matter because Leicester probably up there, Norwich probably be up there. Borough okay, struggling, but we've got a point away from home. And Plymouth was always going to be a bit of a tough, a tough game. And even that one was a yeah. little bit of a. I was out of the game, so it was a little bit of a freak game. We think mm-hmm. again, freak first goal, got back into it half time, looked decent, and then bam, bam, we somehow kind of come out, come away with nothing. So it, until you get a bigger sample size, and you might get a few town fans turn around saying, yeah. like I said, it was a bad start. I said we were, we were poor. Then fair enough. I'm not saying we're going to be sat in the playoffs come Christmas, but I do think this team can get points and can do enough. Um, but it's gonna, it is going to be a slog. It's not going to be a, a, a fun season of do you know what I mean looking to go, looking to kind of hit the playoffs and mid table. But I do think when we get a bit of a run of teams that you know are a little bit more at our level and a little bit we can get at. That's not saying we can't get other teams, but I do think that's you've got to just hold back a little bit and reserve judgment a little bit at this stage so that, early on. That brings a bit of confidence as well, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? So like a, a couple of games where you win, that confidence starts rising and, 
and, and at the moment we've, there's, there's a couple of tough fixtures so it's not it's not going to work that way but I agree with you Johnny it's um, you get some of those easier games and, and as long as we do start picking up points and, and getting those confidence then, then then that can kick on for the rest of the season then. and when you come back to these like I say like if you come back to a Norwich they were massively different to us they kept the ball better but I don't think they were as as, as, as much of a threat and, and those games sometimes when you've got a bit of confidence you can win those yeah Um and I, th- and I think that'll make a difference to us for, through the season. I, th- I thought they were a bit sharper than us, to be honest. I don't, I don't think we look like winning. Well, I, I, I think only a little bit. I, 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 I crave control, me, Phil. I'm a, I'm a control freak when it comes to football. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, I, I just, I, I struggle when I, we... When we yeah, yeah I, I, str- I struggle when we don't control games or don't yeah, yeah, look to yeah. control games. I, I just but find... They they didn't threaten no. Well, we had 18 shots to their nine today. It tells you quite a lot, doesn't it? Both teams had five shots on target. Obviously, theirs ended up in the net four times. You know, yeah. But, but, you know, but, but did we threaten anyone when we played that year and went up? That's the question. Do you know what I mean? So is Wagner getting it right? Yeah, maybe he is. Maybe he is. Um, tell you what, let's talk about transfers. Everybody loves transfers, don't they? It's, um, it's what um, makes social media tick by... And um, we have signed somebody. We've signed Ben Wiles, a, a player I like very much. Um, we spoke to Matt Lux from New York Talk, uh, who gave us the lowdown on Ben Wiles. So uh, let's roll that in now. Ben Wiles is very much an attacking style uh, midfielder, very much the player who wants ball at his feet, moving forward, um, trying to create something. He's done that, he, did that, he did that very, very well in League One. Uh, he moves so well with the ball. He's just one of those players. If, if when he's in his rhythm, he sort of glides with the ball at his feet. He's great to watch when it's when it's clicking and ticking over nicely for him. Um, I haven't really seen the championship to be honest with you. So that's 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 an issue of concern and maybe his weakness. It's difficult to say his weakness, but he hasn't hasn't had a positive impact. He scored a couple of goals last season. The two promoted teams, ironically, he scored at Sheffield United. The winner at Sheffield United. Uh, and scored a really good goal against Burnley. So the, they're not two teams, not a uh, great team to score against. Um, but it will be difficult to pick out anything else he's done in the Championship, which sounds quite harsh, but he's always been a player that's been has the potential and looks like he's got every all the tools he needs. He, he seems to get, yeah, he certainly had his head turned with the Burnley move last year, which was frustrating. Um, we all felt like it was going to be a really, really big season for Ben Wiles last season. And then it just never materialised. He, t- he turned good um, around, well, around just before the World Cup, after the break, didn't, didn't come a particularly, particularly good time. Um, in terms of what he's been like for Rotherham, that, that's kind of what it's been. He's been pretty inconsistent. He's an excellent league one player. He's, he's probably too good for league when he's shown that in, in the league. He might, he might control games at times. And everything good that went, a lot of things that were good that went through him and Dan Barlash at the time, they, they linked up pretty well in the midfield. Um, so there certainly is a player in there. He's, he, will, he will probably be remembered, sadly, as one who never quite fulfilled his potential at the club. He's one of the, one of the best things that's come out of the academy in quite a long time. Um, so we're getting a fee for him, which I think was is good. But frustrating that we maybe didn't see the top level that he is... Uh, that I think he will probably get to, or under right management, he 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 will get to, and uh, I think I think that's something he will he will probably find. It, last season he got injured. I mentioned it. He was he was good good at the World Cup break. He came back and got injured and did his ankle. I can't remember if, it was, if he broke his ankle or just some ligaments, but he was out for like four months. Uh, he came back and didn't do anything last couple of games of the season, and this season it's been tough. 
I don't know whether he's again his head's been turned and he doesn't really want to be here. There's lots of talk about the contract situation, uh, which I think is one of the reasons moving him on. He's had a tough start. He was left out last weekend because of an injury. Now I don't know whether he was actually injured or whether that was just the the transfer wheels were in motion. It was a bit of a cover. But the first couple of games he's been well, well below par. So it's maybe a good thing that he's leaving to be honest with you. Um Look, we all wish Ben Wiles the best. He's a Rotherham boy. That's 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 why I think we had. If it were anybody else, I don't think we would have had the patience that we have had with him. But we have had the patience with him, and it's not quite been repaid at Championship level. Uh, maybe going away somewhere else, not Rotherham, might take a bit of pressure off him. I hope he succeeds. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't relegate us this season if we're fighting each other at that end of the table. Um, but I really hope Ben Wiles succeeds because. It looks good, makes the club look good that we're able to produce those kind of players. Um, sad day to go, I suppose, but I do think it's the right time for both him and us to move and uh, and part ways. Okay, there you go. Thanks to Matt for providing um, that um, little. Is he injured, by the ditty. way? Because he looked, they look like he was sat in a wheelchair on that picture. <laughs> Did you? I thought that when the picture came up, and it was like, oh no, he's injured already. Um, I think he's got a hip flexor issue, or he did Ooh, have last week. Um, a Jonathan Hogg special, that isn't it? Um, yeah. But hopefully he'll be. Um, hopefully he'll be all right quite soon. I don't think he was registered. He said on Radio Leeds he wasn't registered in time to um, to be on the bench That's today. That's part so. of the midfielder fatigue injury. That hip flexor. Well, he hasn't played that much, so I <laughs> don't. He shouldn't be fatigued. So. But uh, Ben Wiles is a player I've I've really liked for quite a while. Um, drives with the ball from midfield. I, I'm not entirely sure he, he adds the control that I wanted, but he's quite dynamic. He, like I say, drives the ball, runs around, and he's quite happy to run around kicking people, which is always a bonus for a Huddersfield Town midfielder. And he's got a decent shot on him from range. Um, Matt's mentioned there that he's not really done it at championship level, but he did spend the last six months of last season now injured, so he's not really had that opportunity as such to to do so and like you're saying just before he got injured he seemed to be coming into some form so um i like him he's a good age 24 um town have spent a little bit of money they're quite keen weren't they johnny in the um article to say that we, we can't tell you how much we spent but it is a significant uh, no, amount it's that significant yeah it was like that was like that was so town on it was like yeah you know, oh, it's in undisclosed, but I'm telling you, we have spent some money this time, which I suppose is in. <laughs> it, it, it's, I suppose that's in response to people sort of telling Kevin Nagel to get a checkbook out, etc. I suppose that's them going. We have got a checkbook out. Can we skin? Um, I'm I'm quite happy with Ben Wiles. I think he's good. Um, the, uh, a midfield of Ben Wiles, David Kasumu, and Jack Radoni potentially has a lot of energy in there, doesn't it? Um, maybe not a lot of control at times, but. It's interesting. I think it's it's an interesting one. I'm happy with this, Johnny. Yeah, I, th- I think. I mean, I must admit, I don't profess to know much about him. Um, I watched the um, YouTube role that the club put on again. Aware that YouTube roles doing can make anyone look decent, um, but what I got from that is the fact he, he seems to be able to do things that other players in our midfield can't at the moment. Um, Shoot, being one of them, but some of the passes that he looks to play, um, nice, nice little balls that he, he can get around the corner, um, a few nice dags that he, he looks like he's got in his locker as well. Um, he looks quite athletic, he, he looks like he can move and get around the pitch quite nicely as well. So, yeah, I think it, it, it ticks a box to, to a certain set of type midfielder we, we, we are looking for. Um, 
like I said, maybe maybe midfielder control kind of take the ball, spray it out, take it back, and move it across to the side of the field as as well would be useful. Not saying he's not got that in his locker, but that would be good just to add that to that list. But yeah, it, it looks alright. It's, it's nice to actually pick a pick a player up who's I mean been playing championship football. Um, spend a bit of money on players. We don't have to spend money on players. We, we know that doesn't necessarily mean they're going they're decent, but it's nice to actually get a player in that we've paid a, a fee for rather than just kind of picked up because nobody else wants them. Um, interesting that Burnley will look at him. I think Burnley have got probably the best recruitment team in Championship history, given what they've got and done. Some of the players they brought in from far and beyond are absolutely unbelievable. Um, so if they were even... Even if he was a cast off, he's probably uh, probably definitely decent enough for uh, for us, given how good the quality they brought in last season. But yeah, I think he looks a decent signing. Um, I, I, I'd question if it's a whole lot better than some of the players we've let go. Looking at Holmes, who's scored today, already got a couple of assists to his name. Yeah, he's a bit younger, but I don't know. Maybe we'd like to have kept a few of those players in. Um, and added players into them. I still think we kind of let a lot of players go, and we, we necessarily fill in spaces with not necessarily a whole lot more quality, but time will tell. But I do think, like I say, if we can get Kasumi fit, um, get Rodoni play where he, he likes to play, which I think he is much better in coming a bit more high up the field and not, not having to kind of do a bit more of a, um, a CM role and bring this guy in who can, can do that. It, it, it starts filling gaps. It starts filling in positions that we've asked for. So, yeah, it looks a good signing to me and hopefully he can uh, hit the ground running. Hopefully it's just it's uh, one of them I'm about to move injuries, not a an actual injury, like the guy in the the, the, um, the Rotherham fan said. Phil, you're on the scran again, aren't you? Uh, had your tea and your supper and all sorts while you've been on the podcast again. Um, oh, come on, I'm always eating. <laughs> I'm always eating. Um, I, don't I, don't know much, I don't know how you can eat that much. If I eat that much, Phil, I put stones on, absolute stones. But um, Ben Wiles, I, I like this tra- transfer. I just said to Johnny that I like the transfer, Phil. I don't know what you know about Ben Wiles. I know you you uh, you lurk in South Yorkshire sometimes, don't you, at the other side of the border? But I don't know if word well, spread mess- to the to the you, senior you household. About, um, you messaged me about Wiles, and, and and my response was what? Who's he? I had no idea who he is. And and this is the well, insight well, we bring well, to this podcast that we bring. <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is, you know about everyone, but like, I don't. So you can, I can only tell you what, what I see. And, and I think like, I don't know. I, I just feel like sometimes you've got to pick players who, who are going to suit your formation and, and what you want. Um, you've talked, you've just talked about Dwayne Holmes there and, and Dwayne Holmes is a perfect candidate for like a, a uh, like a, they call them a cam now, don't they? Someone in behind striker and who can drop into little holes, and, and they weren't really used properly at town. They were a bit more structured, and and this Wiles is is Wiles more of a player who's who's um, playing the four four two? What is does as as he played um, three in the middle? Uh, where does he play the three in the middle? Where, where, well, does he? Where about us in the middle? Does he play either eight or ten? He's been playing for Rotherham. They had. They had a really good midfield. They had Oli Roth. Right, Ollie so Roth eight or ten is absolutely nothing to me. So, so do you mean like ten plays in behind a striker? Uh, yeah, he's played. He's played behind a striker, and he's played as a as a more attacking eight, like Radoni's doing at the minute. So he's played. Isn't, isn't that is not where really Radoni's like favoured position though? Isn't we're talking about like someone who's maybe playing in the same position as Radoni. Uh, Radoni, I felt like it was non-existent today. I felt like the game passed him by massively. 
as, as most of midfielding. But I think he worked hard. But but it, I think it was too it was too difficult for him today. I felt like it were like the standard were a bit too much for him. So are we looking at like um, someone to take his place or someone to play alongside him? So Hog sits deeper or Kasumu sits deeper. So we've got I think Diara would be. Uh, I think Diara would go out. I think Radoni would play higher and um, Diara's oh, going to go out. But I think, but yeah. I think Diara, if he's used well, is is an absolute weapon. <laughs> um, in those little holes, I do. I really do. And I know I'll go back to it when I know you. But but I think like the ball at his feet, I think he's energetic. Like you never saw any of that today. It was like full on defensive positions, etc. But like I feel like he's a, a real attacking flair, more so than what you'll find anywhere else. Um, final ball, we can question. But I just don't understand where, what we're looking for and what we're looking at. Um, and And... And, and this Wilds fair play, we spent, obviously, I don't know how much money it is, but I think we've probably spent a bit of money on him. We've gone chasing for someone who who's probably the best player in the, in, in another play, uh, in other team's team kind of thing, which is what we should be doing. Um, but I have no idea. I have no comment on, on what he's going to bring to us because I don't know anything about him and I don't know which way we want to go as a team anyway. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what we're missing. You know, it's hard to explain that, but I don't know what I'm missing in midfield. What are we missing? Are we missing a, are we missing a defensive midfielder? Um, are we missing someone who can go forward and attack? But at the same time, you look at today's game and we missed a player who can do everything, really. Who can keep all of the ball, attack, defend. I think <laughs> that's what, I mean? what you can kind of do, really, Ben Wiles. Um, you can, you Why is he not playing in the Premier League, then? Well, he's not that good, but he's he's good enough for us. <laughs> but he's. Uh... You know I'm trying to say. I, I, I just think I, I just feel like it's. I don't know. It's. It's a tough one to fill. Really, we've got a lot of holes that we need to fill. We've got a lot of money that we need to spend, don't we? <laughs> like a road. To <laughs> you know road yeah. Like, where it's would a good you start? Maybe it's a good start. Where Where do you think we're short then, Phil? Because I've, I've thrown that out to um, people watching us on on YouTube. Um, where do you think we're we're short? Because I I think we're I I I think the pace at the back's more of an issue than you do. Because um, I think one on one, when we get isolated one on one out wide, we we Edwards and Ruffles have struggled, um, and we've we've let a lot down the flanks. Um, I'd like to see Nakayama at left back at some point when he's fit. I've um, I've never I've never worried about pace at the back. I, I, I think if you if you if you've got a um, if you've got a unit at the back that's controlled and understands the way they play, etc., I think the back four can can speak for itself. I think that you're only going if you get if you get past your fullback and you get to byline, there's there's another phase of play that, that's going to happen from that. And as long as you understand where where you need to be or, or who you're marking, etc., as, as a back four, I think it's pretty simple. For, for me, the, the the midfield is a, is a massive issue. It's a massive it's, issue. It's so it's so badly balanced as well, isn't it? Our midfield, we don't have. It's we seem to we seem to fill the squad sometimes with a same kind of player, don't we? Um, yeah, we've been really guilty of that I, in the past. Whereas I was going to talk about that Rotherham midfield that they had when they had Rathbone, uh, Ben Wiles, and uh, Dan Barlasser, and I thought that was such a good midfield. I was banging on about that at the start of last year, like it was well, a just, top just, ten just, midfield. And they've just got before Rathbone. I forget, go on, mate. You see, mate. I watched when I was watching today, and I thought about this because obviously I knew I was on tonight, and we were talking about it. We we in the last when when we were doing well, we had a number of midfielders that would come and show for the ball and wanted the ball in in positions, and and 
you play the ball into midfield and midfield would come and close that midfielder down. The ball would be played somewhere else and would create space elsewhere. I felt like today that it was literally, let's play across the back. No one showed for the ball because they didn't. They really didn't. And then it would like a, a, a like a lumped ball into channels. Now, that's, that's fine if you're going to play like that. But you need the players to do that. And, and I thought today it was, I don't think it was too much in terms of like, like how good they were or the mistakes, but I think it was just like there was a lack of kind of an understanding of how we wanted to play. It, it, it was literally side to side. If, if you watch it back, the ball very well, if it didn't go to Hogg in midfield, it, didn't, it never ever from the defence went to Diara or Rodone. If you watch that video back. Was that, was that movement or was that just lack of ability to pass out? I just don't know if it's their I, game. I, well, I think I think movement. I think I think maybe maybe tactics. Maybe Warnock wanted to play like City. Maybe Warnock to want to play something different. But I think if you're going to go along, you've got to have the understanding of you're going to pick up pieces after. And we never did. Like, like the pieces. If you watch the pieces after, they they no, they no picked up it like they they had like little simple flick-ons on their head into the striker. It was really simple for them on the second ball. Whereas for us, it was like we were just kind of. Hands in the air, where we're going. See, I think that's I think that's a problem. Cause I, I, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I see Diara's strength more as a number ten, and so like Cam in, in old money Phil, and then like uh, uh, um, same Rodoni is more as a, a number ten or a Cam. And it's a very different skill to. I know you, I know they'll still take they'll still take the ball in the half Two turn, but it's a very different part of the field, even though it's yeah. in that area. You, you when you get the ball, you're looking for something very, very different. And I just think we don't have we don't really have a player who can come and take the ball off a centre back, move it up a little bit, take it and take to a quick one to make that space. We just don't have a player who, who can do that. Um do we want a player who does game. that though? Does does Neil Warnock want a player that does that? That's the yeah, and, 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 and maybe not, and maybe not. But I think that's I think it would take a lot of pressure for the team if we did have someone who, who, yeah, who could do that. Someone who could just, well, just we, keep, we don't think have a player who can retain possession. Yeah, exactly. Retain mm-hmm. possession. That's it. Put the foot on the ball. Like and say, just play. You're right in what you say because the ball, the balls that came out, they're all like low percentage chances where they like the ball comes up and he's got to control it. you've got two like obviously Norwich press because we know what Wagner does so the ball comes to Sober he's not got a whole host of options um, he's getting pressed quickly uh, and then we lose the ball and it's just a bit of like going back to your kind of wants from football Matt which is that control and it's it's not to say we need to have 80% possession it's just we're, we're controlling and finding out a little bit of space yeah. looking for a little yeah. bit of space looking for a mistake a player out of position someone makes a run um, and like I said, that might not be how we want it to play, and that's fine. Um, but it, it just everything just looks so rushed, it looks out of control, it looks panic, and that could just be down to the lack of quality. There's not I mean, quality when, when we go one nil up and we're under the cosh, you need a player like that, don't you? Just so the ball yeah. doesn't keep coming back, and you can see that happening, can't you? When we get one nil up with five minutes left, we're just going to be absolutely peppered because we can't keep hold of the ball, it's a hot potato. Yeah. and well, our, it, our right? passing has been so bad for yeah. so long. Um, we, we literally had five midfield. We, we finished third with a midfield that couldn't pass water. It was amazing, wasn't it? We had a, I think that was basically because Lewis O'Brien could dribble from one penalty box to the other and set us up in the exactly. in the final third. And because Dwayne, as much as I like Dwayne Holmes, he he couldn't pass the ball short five yards. It was it was phenomenally amusing how bad him, Sauber, um, Lewis were at, at short passing. 
Um, and we've never really been that great. And Lee, Lee Oates says what he'd like is a proven striker and a bold wizard to come out of retirement. I mean, everyone would love the bold wizard to come out of retirement to play for Huddersfield. What they know, no one more so than me. But um, yeah, but we're talking about we're talking about a proven striker. But you've got to get balls into the. Danny Ward had zero passes into him today. He had no, he had he had nothing into him. Everything's. We need, we need someone who can just do it, do it all themselves, can't you? Because he's not going to have anyone do it for him. But... We need Harry Kane then. Let's get Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to unearth a, a Harry Kane from abroad. If you know, if, if you give if you give Ward enough chances, like I know Chicken did a lot of this when um, he was getting quite a bit of heat, um, Danny Ward. But if you look <laughs> at his conversion rate, it, okay, not 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 look at this season. But his conversion rate certainly in the core up to the core brand season for Cardiff and then for town, it, it isn't it wasn't bad. Um and when he has and when he has chances to do something with it, he he he, he can do. I mean he's not he's, he's not gonna be a top end championship striker, but the, the, the finger of blame he isn't solely at, at, at Danny Ward's feet because you've you've got to have something to work with and he's not gonna be he's not good enough to do it himself. He's not good enough to get the ball. Exactly. On the half turn, beat two men and, and put it in the top corner. He's and, and no one who can we afford at this particular point in time is going to be good enough to do that. And if we earn her someone, they'll be gone in January. So you've got to work a little bit more smarter than that. But um, it, I can see Bergsog doing that randomly, like two or three times a season, and then doing I, I can, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think he's got a bit. Yeah, I think he's got a bit like that. And I'm I, I, I can't. Yeah, oh, he's ours if we want him, Phil. That's the good thing. We've got a. Uh, I think we can buy him. But like, but it, it that it proved it today. Danny Ward got a ball, and it was like a snapshot. It, it, it like in the, in the box. It it was literally a touch and shoot, and he had a touch, and then and then his touch was a little bit heavy, and and then he couldn't get his shot off. And that's what we're talking about. That's the difference we're talking about because Danny Ward gets another two of them, and Phil's gone. So. Um... Yeah, I think Phil's what he's gonna say is, I think what he's gonna say is, if if he gets another one or two of them, he probably he probably puts one away. But if you're left with one chance a game, mm. he, he, Danny Ward probably misses it. And yeah, I think there are, there are other it? things though. I think I, I just don't think we're really set up really for Danny Ward either. It's like Sarber Thomas can put balls in the box, but Danny Ward's strength isn't really getting across the the, the defender. Like Jordan Rhodes was Jordan quite Rhodes good at getting across the defender. Jordan yeah, Rhodes. But, yeah, if you which, if you want a chance to kind of like thing is, then you lose a lot. By playing roads, and I do understand yeah, that. But if you look, if you're looking for your man to take the chance or to get across a man or just sniff out that that, that opportunity, Roads is is or was the better striker for that. But you need a, a combination of, of Danny Ward and Jordan Rhodes, and and the best part of ten million quid to get that, don't you? So that's the that's that's the problem that Therein we've got. It's, the problem. Yeah, I, I don't envy them trying to get this striker, and I mean. Someone like Kiefer Moore is kind of perfect for us, isn't he? Um, but, you know, I don't think we can afford him, um, even if we... 20, 20 grand a week, easy. Yeah, we can't. We can't just throw that money out there. If he gets injured after a week, we'll be like sat there head in hands, wouldn't we? We'd be absolutely screwed. But um, but somebody of that ilk um, would be phenomenally good for us, I think. He's it, just... Because I think it brings in that sort of where you're pinging the ball forward and if it's not perfect, he can fight for it and still win things, whereas Danny Ward probably can't win as much because he's not six foot four and 16 stone, if you know what I mean. So there's, yeah. I, so I can see why Neil Warnock wants a striker. I've seen Michael Smith was linked, wasn't he? The Sheffield Wednesday striker uh, not so long since his name keeps going round and other things. So I, I think they'll get one next week, uh, middle of next week. Um, probably need more than that. I know Phil doesn't buy into the pace thing. I, I just don't like the 
the unit we've got in defence at the minute. Um, Leo says Andy Carroll's available. I'm not quite sure Andy Carroll's what we what we need. I think we might need something a bit more reliable in terms of injuries than than that. But um, the, I think midfield is is just been so lacking balance, hasn't it, for a while? And that is that is really key. But I mean, we we tend. I think as football fans as well, is we can we can always tend to look on the negative side too much and not really look at the positive side of things as well. And we do have players of talent still at Huddersfield. We just had a tough start. We probably just need to give it another five or six games to kind of understand where we're going to be in terms. I mean, at the start of the season, most of us on the pod predicted us to be sort of bottom eight, didn't we? Um, I, I'm not shifting from that. Um, I perhaps went a little bit lower than bottom eight, but. So we're not shifting from that, but we're not at the same time. We're not. That's not a crit- critical analysis of the club. It's just where we are, in, in our opinion. But one or two good players next week could change that. And who knows? Who knows, Johnny? What could come from uh, the last week of the deadline? It's it's bedtime, isn't it? We should stop talking, shouldn't we? And just roll the credits. I reckon, unless you've got anything else to say. Phil's Phil's done it. I think he's gone for um, gone for his midnight snack now. So, uh. <laughs> but because obviously we're recording later and a different normally it's like a Sunday tea time, isn't it? So I can forgive him. But when it when it I thought when it clocked into like quarter ten, ten to seven, he's still in the kitchen getting some food. I think just never stop seeing, isn't it? No, I just think it's like like I said at the beginning. It, it, it I'm not. It, it's not the fact that you can you're not allowed to be upset at, at losing four 0 at home. Equally, it's not the fact that you're wrong if you still remaining positive. It's so hard to critically analyze a game like that. It, it, as a bigger picture, being so early on in the season, that there there are problems, there are there are there are flaws. We might be able to fix them. We might not, but I think let's just hold hold a little bit of reserve and then see what see what happens over the next few games, and then we can probably have a bit more of an idea where where we are as a club. But I still stay true to the fact that it is going to be a slog. It's going to be a battle, and I think whatever happens over the next few days. As we tick over in September, that's still gonna that's still gonna be the case. But there was fight, there was fight in that team. Um, mm. So I think we've just got to hold on to that, and I think we, we should hopefully have enough to um, survive this year. And let's see what the Nagel era brings once these um, elusive FFP restraints. FFI, FFI, Johnny, FFI. it is, isn't it? FFI, not FFP. They always call it FFP, yeah. that's why I call it FFP. They always call yeah. it FFP. FFPs and FFIs, it's, it's a lot yeah, of fun, we isn't it? We shall see. We shall see. Yeah, it's not the same government wished for, but there's well, worse clubs. It, yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, we'll see what happens and unfortunately the club have, have found themselves in a situation, haven't they, where they can't go out and spend absolutely millions because of um, this new process that's in place. Um, unfortunately, people look at Birmingham, but Birmingham probably had a decent sell-on clause for Jude Bellingham who went for 100 million quid and they've sold Chong as well, haven't they? So, you know, if we could rake in seven or eight million quid, I'm sure some more would go back out onto some decent players. It just is what it is, isn't it, at the minute? But um, I'm sure everybody's working hard to to get as the best players we can possible and that's all we can ask and I think that's what they're, what they're doing. So, um before we before we uh, we start, you know, having our shoelaces taken away, I think we'll give it quite a few more games and into the international break. And believe it or not, we've actually done some content for this international break coming up. So keep your eyes peeled. There will be Cult Heroes episode eight coming in the international break as well, um, complete with my knackered voice as well. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this absolute waffle tonight. It, it's probably been an absolute 
mess. Phil's pissed, Johnny's in the salon, and my have got no voice. So <laughs> thanks for bearing with us tonight. And uh, if you like it live, you know, we can we can do that again. Um, we will do what you guys uh, want in the end. So uh, let's roll the end credits and let's go to bed. There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today And then the bells will ring so merrily Every goal shall be a memory So town play up And bring that cup Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the cup Back to Huddersfield Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.